Okay, with Tanya Wheeler, uh, Means to an End is the short film played at the Horror Underground Film Festival. I have to admit, this film, um, the ending um, really got to me. I'm sure it got to many people. It's, I guess I'm assuming you know it's not for everyone, but it, it yes. made me think. I've watched a lot of films and it, it really, it really like made me, it stuck with, stayed with me for a few days. Let's put it that way. Um, well, I guess that's the intent. Um, <laughs> and my intention was to think of the most horrifying thing a woman could do. And that was it. That was it. Yeah. So then, so then how did that, okay. So where did this idea come from? So do you want to, first of all, do you want to give away the ending or do you want to like see, let people make sure they, they watch it? Uh, I prefer not to give away the ending. Okay. So that's, <laughs> um, that, that's good because let's just say like. We can like, skirt around it. Yeah. So the worst thing a woman can do basically, and yeah. then someone can think about that. And then that's your idea, I guess. Right. Yeah. All right, so where did the um, idea come from? Uh, in 2017, one of the funding bodies here in New Zealand put out a call for women writers to write horror short scripts. Um, they were trying to compile an anthology of short horror films by women, um, and I didn't get in. I had My script failed. Um, <clears throat> but I wouldn't say failed, but okay. <laughs> Strong word. Okay, go ahead. I... I I entered it into one competition in America um, and the script, this was in 2017, the script was a finalist. And so that gave me a bit of third party reassurance that it was okay, you know, that some yeah. people liked it. Um, <clears throat> and a few years later, it was still in my head and I thought, I want to make this. Um, and at the time I was writing and producing, so I thought, right, I'll produce it. And... Um, I said for years I was never going to direct because I didn't feel I had enough technical know-how. And I got introduced to this really amazing DOP and he made me less worried about the technical stuff. He, he, you know, I just sort of explained in layman's terms what I wanted and he made it happen. So he gave me the confidence to first time direct, even though it was something I had always shirked, you know, shied away from. <clears throat> so um yeah because of Shane I I got to direct for the first time and I loved it it was so much fun loved it? <laughs> oh yeah yeah well, definitely what did you love about again. it what was it what was your favorite thing about it well you know because it because it was a small indie short that I self-funded um I was catering costume makeup hair props um <laughs> you know director producer and writer so it's one of those stupid things where you end up doing too much um but <clears throat> I what I liked was that I got to get the performances that I wanted from the actors and got to you know keep doing it until I got exactly what I wanted performance wise and um you know other times when I've been producing I've had directors who have either got it or not got it with my writing and this one I knew exactly what I wanted so it made oh. it easier to translate to the actors and so yeah I really enjoyed it well it's a good jumping <clears throat> off point because it's about your film's really about tone right so it's setting something up to setting the ending up basically but at the same time it's really a drama in many regards absolutely and then then the ending is horrific I guess right 
<laughs> I guess if people want a slasher film, this is not it. This is no. definitely some talking. <laughs> but at the and, same time, um, there's like it's like the tone is kind of like it's an interesting tone, meaning that like it's 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 a little bit funny, it's a little bit quirky, it's a little bit you know what I mean? Like it's like I I understand like this is a particular handing this off as a screenwriter to another director would be an interesting conversation, I guess, right? Um, yeah, I did actually try two directors first yeah. before I realized I was going to have to do it. Um, and both of them, one read it and said, no way. <laughs> yeah. And the other one read it and he he kind of wanted a real, um, he had a very different, very sleazy kind of take on it with he wanted her to be eating stuff in front of the guy and getting food all down in front. And I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. She doesn't care about the guys. She walks in there, spots a mark, says, how about it? Yeah. Takes them outside. She, you know, she's very perfunctory about wanting to just achieve what she's there for. Her yeah. goals are very straightforward. She's not trying to pander to the guy in any way. And so, um, yeah, it, it, it's a different take on it, I think. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just so proud of my actors because, you know, when I watch it over again, I see that moment where they're having an argument outside the pub and she tells them she's pregnant and that just that moment where it changes when she says, I want, I want you to hit me. Yeah. And he's like, what is going on here? You know, he up until then, you kind of think, oh, I think I know what's happening. And then when that happens, that's when it starts going, okay, I don't know what's going on here. And it disturbs people. A hundred percent. what I was going for. <laughs> it disturbs people. Like this is a, this is an interesting film to watch like um, in, a, in a movie theater, like with other, with other horror shorts. Right. So, because, because it's it's got to be the last or it could be it depends where you like as a programmer i'm like where do i put this film because it's like it's 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 going to be the most disturbing film in the lineup and that's saying something for a horror, horror film right so i think i think it was scheduled last on a saturday yeah, that's what i would do too i would schedule so, it basically yeah because people are going to remember it so you got to basically you don't want to put a first because then nobody's going to remember the next films. So, but the question I have to ask you is that, is that your actress, right? So this is one of those, those scenes where it can, it can stay with them for a while, meaning that if she all of a sudden becomes famous or is on a television show, this is a, this is a moment or a scene that, that, that basically can be, can stay with her for a long time. So I'm just curious about how, who you found as, as playing that role and what she felt, what she thought about that scene in itself. Um, okay, so when I first wanted to do it, it was February 2020, and I had a friend who had just acted in another short film of mine, and she said, oh, yeah, I want to do a horror. And so she said yes first, um, and then she discussed it with her husband, and they decided that it could ruin her career. So yeah. they, she, she withdrew from the project a few months in. And um, and for four or five months, we had nobody. We couldn't film it because we didn't have the lead actress. Mm -hmm. And we, then we lost our lead actor as well. And so we had, you know, we had the two supporting actors, but not the two leads. And um, by chance, I went to see a stage play and, that a friend of mine was in and the other actress in the play is Esther. <clears throat> and... 
she played such a gutsy role in that stage play that I thought she could do it. Um, she's brave. And so I went and spoke to her afterwards and said, can I send you the script? And she said, yes. And I think it's an incredibly brave performance and it's a, a brave character to do. And I think she did it justice, you know, and she was so patient. She had 100%. hours in the freezing cold covered in goo, you know, to get those last shots, you know, and she's such a trooper. What does she think of the film when she <clears> watched it? Um, I think she's proud of it. You know, I, I don't think she likes watching herself, but um, I think she's proud of it. And she just threw herself into it. She wasn't afraid of anything. And I think I think that's the type of role that can either make you or break you. If you're if, if you're sort of scared of doing it then I th or tentative and don't commit 100%, then I think it really shows on screen. But she did. And so I think anyone seeing it is going to think that she did a great job even though the, the topic is quite polarizing. No, no, she's fantastic. Like it's a, it's a fantastic performance because we were even, we're talking about tone and things like that. Like she, she's, she's in every moment, she's in every scene, she's carrying the, the entire film. And then hmm. she can't reveal too much because then no. the twist is going to not going to work. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm sure you got a lot of takes and you could a lot of, got a lot of work with in editing, but what you picked in editing and what what she gave you is is great. Like so, she she nailed the role. She did, um, and she, you know she was very good about me trying to age her up um, because in that twelve weeks she gets older. Um, so she's got the wrinkles and the grey hair and stuff, and then she has she, you know, <clears throat> does what she does at the end, yeah. and uh, she's more youthful again. So she is a form of vampire. Um, so she does this every twelve weeks, basically. Um, and no, Esther really understood the character and sort of got it. Um, I think she was, I think the part she found hardest was actually trying to be sexy in the bar yeah. rather than, you know, sitting in the backseat of the car covered in goo. Um, I think, you know, we had a few things we had to do, like she was um, vegetarian, so we had to make sure that the stuff we made it out of was <laughs> so vegan. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, <laughs> so our gelatin had to be, you know, it was made from seaweed or something. So, um, yeah, she she was a, a trooper. And I absolutely love watching Jack Powers as well, who plays the um, Luke character, yeah. because you just see so much of the emotion racing around on his face when he's, you know, that internal debate is so visible on his face. And I just love watching that performance, especially when he's trying to, you know, make himself punch her. Yeah. Um, you know, you can see that conflict so clearly. So I think he did a great job. And, of course, I always laugh at, that's my penis. <laughs> it's in, a, in a weird, but weird, strange way, it's a female tour de force film too, right? Like it's really like showing, you know, like kind of the, the guys are kind of like, you know, guys i guess right like they're just like but it, but it's honest right like they're just like they're not like the smartest tools and they don't see the big picture and she's kind of like manipulating the setting manipulating the room right they're oblivious to it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i i do you know i'm not a huge horror fan and i don't watch lots and lots of horror movies i've seen my fair share and i've written a few but for me I think that's an advantage because if you're not somebody who is, you know, you don't write all the tropes if you have a different take on it. So, like I sat there and thought, 
what is the most horrifying thing a woman could do? Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I came up with. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think there are different perspectives. I think there's room for different perspectives in horror so that you get a, a, a wider sort of broader range of material. Yeah. Um, there aren't enough women doing horror. Um, or they are, but they're just screaming and running away, right? That's their job in horror. No, that's what I mean. Like, it's um, like that's the, the, the woman in horror movies, generally the woman plays the victim, right? Like, and you're not... And in this film, it's it's, it's literally the exact opposite, right? So it's a it's a good kind of mm-hmm. film. So in that in that regard, well, the thing I was most keen to have um, was it was very important to me that the scene where Luke is walking across the empty car park to the car in the dark. To me, I, I really wanted that sense of okay, this is what women do in car parks, having to sort of walk across the expanse in the darkness. I wanted a guy having to do that um, just as that role reversal because so I really wanted that empty kind of, you know, hair on the back of your neck prickling sort of feel to it. Mm-hmm. And the first editor, um, he did he did most of the cut, but he added in loads of, you know, horror duh, 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 sort of music in that, in that thing, in that part of that scene. And uh, I was very clear, no, 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 take that out because I want the silence. I want the gravelly foot, yeah. you know, steps. I don't want, you know, anything that kind of foreshadows. You don't want manipulation. You want it to be real, I guess, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Because anyone who's felt that walking across a um, car park at night, you know, knows what that feels like. Mm. And you want to make them remember it, not... Yeah, not have music tell you how you're supposed to feel. So, what did you so, think yeah, about? Awesome. What did you think about the audience, uh, the, the audience reaction to the film and the feedback? I actually loved it. I shared that with um, our cast and crew, and they they found it really interesting to see what sort of things people picked up on. Like only one person picked up on the the sort of aging thing, um, and we knew it would be a, a tricky thing, certainly in America right now. Um, like I, I wrote this in 2017 and I filmed it in November 2020 and it got released May 2022. So, you know, it, it's been in the works for a while. The process. And then as soon as I release it, the Roe v. Wade reversal happens in America and I think, ah, oh, it's going to be seen with a very different lens now in America. So, you know, we'll see how we do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess, well, yeah. It, 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 I guess what you're saying to a certain regard, but it's a completely different film, I guess, right? From than yeah. that, yeah. So, what did you like? So then, yeah. So they got your film. Like they weren't turned away. They like because that's what I mean. You just you gave like 99 percent of the film is is you know what I mean. It's a little bit mysterious, but it's dramatic, right? Only like yeah. I said, only the ending is is uh, and then but then you've already got them hooked, right? So then they have to watch it, I guess, right? Yeah. I really didn't want anything that was too bloody all the way through it. And um, I was pleased that the audience feedback, you know, nobody really expected what the ending was going to be. So that was pretty cool that they didn't get it. That's my fear. How could anybody, well, I guess, you know what? I'm going to tell you right off the bat. Get rid of that fear (laughs) because nobody is going to figure out this ending. I guarantee you that. (laughs) <laughs> a thousand people well, you know, will watch this film and a thousand people will not see that ending i guarantee you that oh well that's good to know because i really thought um 
you know, I, I did have um, a, a director, the one, one of the ones who turned it down, saying, "Oh no, everyone will just get it. It's too linear." And I thought, yeah, but that's how I tell stories, you know, yeah. in in a linear way because that's how my mind works. Um, <laughs> but he thought everyone would just predict it. Well, but that person, so that person is not right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tell me about the process. Well, you know, but if he hadn't if he hadn't been so wrong then you know i wouldn't have directed so i have to thank him for that. <laughs> there, there you go right there that's that, that's an interesting point because it's like someone's uh criticism turns out to be your asset i guess right yeah he 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 said um you know because i said you're not getting the character he just said oh well direct it yourself then and i thought all right i will i didn't want to but you know i'm pleased that i did in the end but you know, I, I couldn't ask anyone for money yeah. to make it because I thought, oh, it's my first time directing. If I stuff it up, I want to do it in secret. So if it's really bad, I'll just, you know, I'll pay for it and then I will, I'll just hide it away and no one will ever see it if it's terrible. Um, but, you know, I was really lucky that I had an amazing cast and crew who all came on for free and did it. So, you know, we made it and I'm really proud of it. Well, you should be. Uh, so tell me about, you talked about Shane being your DP. Did you guys uh, storyboard everything? Did you guys shot list? Like how was your, as your first time director, how'd you set everything up? Um, he, we had, we both lived locally to where the bar was. So there were a lot of, um, a lot of going to the location and just sort of standing where we wanted things to happen and working out. So sort of blocking initially um, and he did shot lists based on what we'd discussed. Um, and then, yeah, on the night we had quite a few camera helpers and things who helped set it up how we wanted. And I had a, um, a lighting, uh, supervisor who was a DOP I'd worked with before. So I knew him well as well. Um, so yeah, we just, <sighs> I, I had wanted more of a crowd in the pub, but we couldn't get enough extras. Um, but it, I think it works anyway. But we shot for four nights times eight hours and then uh, about two hours in the bathroom scene at my old house. The bathroom scene? And so tell me about yeah, in, uh, the ending. Who did, the all the, who, who did the makeup and, the, and the, who designed the, the creature that we're not going to talk about yet? You did me. Oh well, actually, the um, the little thing at the end, uh, that was a purchase from the internet. Okay. So you can actually buy commemorative things for stillbirths. Gotcha. So so it's actually a little doll. That's kind of creepy. A little sculpture. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's sad, but you can buy them at the appropriate week. So that's a twelve-week one. Um, and uh, the placenta and stuff was made by my art director, Raul Darlington. He's amazing. So he was in my kitchen making um, fake blood and sort of uh, seaweed algae-based um, <laughs> placenta before that night. So, yeah, it was fun. So how is the film doing right now? Um, well, the New Zealand Film Commission, somebody there told me that for New Zealand films, the average selection rate for film festivals is 8%. We're sitting on 44% for this one. 
Yeah. So I'm well, pretty happy about that, that. I think that average is a little bit skewed because a lot of pe people are, it's going to be 0%. Right? Oh yeah. 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 The, you know what I mean? So it's like, so yeah. So you're, yeah, it's one of the, it's a, it's a film that's great. It's like every like horror festival should accept it. That's like, that's like without, without saying, right. It's just at the same time, it's like, it is a little bit, it's got it's a polarizing. Very, yeah, it's, to see the least. Yeah. Political. Um, I think the the main reason we get a no is people just don't know where to program it. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, compared to what else is on their um, on their slate for the for the, the docket, festival. Yeah. So I'm really grateful to brave festivals like Horror Underground, <laughs> who um, you know selected it. Yeah, it's a great film. It's like uh, it really is. And it's like because it's it uh, it works on all levels. And the person, yeah, the, the, you said Shane or the, your lighting designer. It's a really nice effects outside too because most of your film is outside, right? So it's like well, we it's believable and it's like I know those are hard scenes to to make interesting and from a lighting perspective too. I guess right? Yeah, yeah. I I mean I just love looking at it and seeing you know the lights on the distance. You can hear the motorway nearby. Um, and there's one one shot that didn't make it in that I love. Um, it, we just in the edit we were trying to keep it really tight, and this one shot goes. So after she walks away from the first guy who's got his pants down by the dumpster, she actually goes up a set of stairs, and it's against a sort of you know orangey brick um, wall. And she's going up these stairs in her high heels, and it actually looks fantastic. But we just sort of felt uh, it held it too long. Mm. No, we needed to go straight into her walking in again and then getting the second guy while the first guy is still coming back in with it, doing up his pants um, to show that it's this is just a, you know, a quick turnaround yeah. for her. Um, yeah, I, I missed that shot. I like it, but my editor was right. It, it sort of slowed it down a little bit. Too yeah, much. you got to serve the story, right? That's like like you're, you're rewriting the film in, in post-production, right? So. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I was very keen to make sure it was under 12 minutes because I think for scheduling that that increases its chances. And I felt it could be told in that time too. So it's 11 minutes, 11 seconds, which I think is nice and tight. Apropos. Uh, so then you're, you're going to direct again, I'm assuming, right? Sorry? You're going to direct again, I'm assuming, right? Um, I directed a music video in February this year, um, but that was for a friend. Um, so I'm keen to I'm, I'm trying to find another short film that I want to direct um, but this time I'd like to have some funding <laughs> so that's the hard part finding the money how is there like is there how what is it what is it how does it work in New Zealand for, in terms of like uh, funding and getting for for films like is there like an arts council or anything like that or uh, yeah there there are several funding bodies but just there's always you know hundred and something applicants and you know one lot of money or two lots of money so it's hard to get it and you know they tend to favor drama rather than horror sure. and you know I would quite like to do another horror oh really yeah I wrote a horror feature for a, a young director a few years ago and you know I, I kill and mutilate 34 people in very disgusting ways in uh, in the movie um and it hasn't been made i would just love to you know film film another horror get it out of my system 
Gotcha. Well, I wrote just just for fun. I wrote a Criminal Minds Christmas episode once that's so disgusting. I don't show it to people because, you know, the criminal's so evil, um, and you know, anyone you show it to looks at you differently afterwards. Same with Means to an End. I was going to say, like, oh, I'm sure people are looking at you differently <laughs> after watching this film. So yeah, but yeah, it's I mean, so. You know, it's so gutsy. It's a really gutsy film and it's like, it, it works too. Like it could have really got off the rails. And I think that certain films that the writer sometimes shouldn't direct it or basically doesn't have to direct it. But this film, I understand like it's really has an interesting tone and it's like, they have to really get it to order to, to hand it off. So I'm glad you did it and I'm glad you got the bug. So let's, uh, let's see your next <laughs> film. You. Uh, it'll be uh, you know I would like to do one it's just you know money yeah I gotcha got the time don't have the money but right. you know one day well let's talk again when you make your next film and congratulations on the success I'm sure it's going to do really well in the festival circuit well thank you so much for for selecting it it's you know it's just exciting to be seen by audiences because until we sent it out it, you know it had only been seen by a cast and crew screening so exactly Starts to get feedback. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Schlemiel, Schlemazo, Hasenbamp Incorporated. you